Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What would you sing for the theme song for the Defenders? Defenders! Yeah, we're gonna defend some shit. And we're gonna be cool together in our little group of defenders. And we're gonna protect New York. And we're gonna defend, yeah. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is I Only Like You. Movie review podcast, this week reviewing The Defenders. The Netflix Superheroes of New York Avengers-style crossover miniseries. My name's Lonnie. I'm here with my girlfriend, Sine. Hello. Little mini Defenders going on in the room right now. Why? Because we're here, both of us. This is a mini Defenders a group. Team up of us. <laughs> what well, is? What are we defending? The right to review movies and TV? <laughs> defending our city. We're not. We don't care about our city nearly as much as these people do. So we're big fans of Marvel Netflix series. Well, big fans mm. of Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Less so Luke Cage and Iron Fist, the TV shows. Can I give you my hierarchy from best to worst? Please. Daredevil season one, Jessica season one, Daredevil season two, Luke season one. Everything else that could possibly ever be, and then right down the bottom, <laughs> Iron Fist. Well, where does the Defenders fit in then? Uh, I'll put it after Daredevil Season 2. Okay. It's fourth on my list. Okay, fair enough. And that's probably what everyone is going to think. I think that's pretty fairly common. Iron Fist, the show wasn't great. I'll admit that. Iron Fist person <laughs> i don't mind so much why are you so obsessed with him i do not understand this oh. you were full-on hating it with me when you watched it and now you're like oh right, i, I like him you know i got to a point in the defend in iron fist where i liked him i just thought he was a bit stupid i still like him i think anyone else reached <laughs> that point <laughs> yeah i think he works well in defenders because he's you know playing off the other characters more than he should just never being... have had his own season or do it better right or just not a Okay. <laughs> no Iron Fist. No. <laughs> Is your version of the Defenders just Matt Murdock and Jessica Jones? And Luke for his little quips. Okay, you like Luke when he's... Luke was fine in Jessica Jones. He was. His his series went off the he's rails. He's not a strong him. enough character to lead a whole show. But anyway. he's, he's good in, in combos with the people. He is. So, yeah, we really like the shows. We admit that they're all probably a bit too long, mm. the padding involved. And I mm. think the problem with the latest series is... More than one series, is that the villains haven't been up to scratch. And because they devote so much time to the villains as well, it's like pretty much an equal 50 50 the hero and the villain. So tell the listeners your theory to why they've done that. Well, I think that 
Wilson Fisk and Kilgrave were so awesome in Daredevil Season 1 and Jessica Jones Season 1 that they've tried to keep that up and trying to recreate that in all the other series. Mm-hmm. And especially in Defenders, didn't work. It didn't work in Luke Cage. Well, kind of worked with Luke Cage. Cottonmouth was kind of interesting. And they, and they went, disappeared halfway. <laughs> yeah. And the villains of Iron Fist were just not good. Anyway, Defenders, these heroes from their four separate shows have come together to defend New York against mysterious hand organization mm. who have vague motives and... They've always had vague motives, though. Gonna destroy New York, but don't actually know how or why they are doing that. Well, they want to live forever by getting the magic dragon. Hey, do you remember Puff the Magic Dragon? Hey, do you remember that show? I don't know if it is Puff the Magic Dragon, but it's like there's a lion or a dragon or something, but there's like people inside. I don't know if it's animated. It's just like like bananas in pyjamas where they're in suits. I remember the one you mean. And there's like is a it, song or something. Is that HR Puff and stuff or is that someone else? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I've really gone off track here. I really want to know what that was. I'll do some Googling. I'll get okay. back to you. Um, dragons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they kind of wanted the dragon but kind of wanted to destroy New York but then kind of wanted to get back to Kunlun and didn't care about New York. But well, then, like I know they were banished and stuff, but if their whole thing was about getting back to Kunlun, why couldn't they just like have done that at some stage? I don't understand why they can't go back because it's destroyed. The people who were banishing you are no longer there. Well, didn't Electric kill them all so they can just go back now? Well... Like, oh, I don't bloody know. I have no, I have no clue what but that was. How was getting the stuff from the dragon skeleton gonna get Madame Gao back to Kunlun? Because that was her big plan. She said. Oh, I don't know. Unless it was just to keep her alive until she could I don't get back. Know. Very vague, right? So, my overall thoughts of the show is that it's a bit hit and miss, but the hits are almost good enough to cover up all the misses. The interactions between the characters, who we've grown to love over the last few years, spot on, wonderful, especially Matt and Jessica. Every time Jessica's on the screen, Lee lights it up and it's a great show. And to a lesser extent, the other characters are very good in this show as well. Seems like you're saying that they're really excelling, aren't they, all the main four characters? Well, I just felt like that everything they said was so right for their character, like it was really well written. All the back and forth and all the dialogue was really... You knew what Jessica's going to say and you knew what Matt yeah. was going to say to that. And but it was still it good because really it still happened. Yeah. I think them interacting together made it feel much lighter and mm. there was a bit of energy and a bit of pace. And to compare it to, say, Iron Fist season and even Luke's, I guess, they just made it look like so much hard work playing that character. Yeah. And so Especially, much padding and so much having... Yeah. Yeah. Some of the line readings aren't great from the lead actors as well, which does not help. Yeah. But this just, like, lifted it a bit. It, mm. uh, I couldn't see the work that was going into making it yeah, happen. Yeah, they, they seem like they're really into their characters. I guess mm. they've been playing them for a few years now. Yeah. And at least Iron Fist, apparently he had, like, two weeks in between finishing Iron Fist and starting Defenders. Yeah. But like he had that experience to, to be back into it. Finn Jones is his name, apparently. Anyway, yeah, I but I think that the the bad bits, once you start thinking about them, they're actually quite bad. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I think I know in my heart of hearts it wasn't great, but I'm still in the sort of honeymoon phase where I'm still happy seeing them all together and still yeah. 
really love Jessica and Matt especially. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of pretending that the bad things didn't exist. But now I think it's like it's been a few days since we stopped watching it or whatever. It's kind of like washing off. And mm. now I'm realizing maybe it wasn't as great as I thought it was. Well, well, the experience was enjoyable seeing all our our fans, our, our favorites on the screen mm. and interacting. It was so cool. So cool when Jessica's in in the police station and Matt walks in and oh. starts to defend her. God, I wish that hadn't been spoiled in the trailer. <laughs> it's even cool when when Lion Fist punches Luke in the face, and that's like it's really awesome seeing that. But then, yeah, you're right. You step back a bit. You think about what were the hand doing. And what, was there any resolution to any of the storylines? No. And it was so stupid when we were supposed to think that Matthew was dead, but we all knew he wasn't because so, we know season three is happening and everything else. Literally, that whole 20-minute end of that episode, mm-hmm. I was just so bored and I just tuned out. But everyone's crying about him dying and we all know he's going to be a season three, so I'm like, he's obviously not dead. I actually thought when they were in the police station and they all walked in and then... Foggy and Karen are looking at the door yeah. and no one's coming through. Yeah. It would have been so cool if we did come through then. Because I know. we would all have been expecting the thing to happen where yeah. we think the villain's the hero's dead, but he's going to come back. It's happened so many times in movies recently. Mm. happened in The Dark Knight Rises. We thought Batman was dead. Oh, wait, he's in a cafe with Anne Hathaway. Nick Fury was supposed to be dead. Coulson was supposed to be dead. Superman in the last movie died, but then he's going to be back for the next one. Is this, who cares when they, people die anymore? I, I get your point, but I think it's just a well-accepted sort of trope in comic books and comic book movies that no one ever dies, right? So instead of – because to be honest, I don't think I would have enjoyed it if they'd killed Matt off because I wouldn't have expected them to, therefore I'd be angry that they did. So I feel like they should have just played with the conventions that are in their narrative structure – and they know that we know that no one's really dead and they could have used that a bit more to their advantage. Yeah. Do you know that, what I mean? That's what I was about to say. We we know he's not going to be dead, so pretending that he's going to be he is dead and then being like, ha, wait, he's not actually dead doesn't mean anything because we all know it was going to happen. Yes, yeah. It's like like happened in Sherlock as well back in the day. Like it's happened so many times in so many different ways. But I'm saying I don't think the answer to that is just killing someone off though. And I wasn't suggesting yeah. that should be the way. I was suggesting that they could have... They could have subverted that expectation by having him walk through the door yep. and perhaps we later learn how he got out of there or something. Well, you had another good idea with that. The audience could have known that he was alive. That's what I'm saying, yeah. He, but the, all the, ca- the yeah. characters might not or exactly. like from the, from the beginning, not yeah. like the last two seconds. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't the best bit. I think my biggest issue with the show, and I, I'm kind of annoyed because I knew this would be my issue going in, and I was hoping against hope that it wouldn't turn out that way, but it has, is that each of the characters' individual seasons had lots of cliffhangers and lots of unresolved things. And the most important to me was Karen finding out that Matt was Daredevil. But unfortunately, because we've got this culmination of everything in the show and this completely separate thing that they're trying to conquer together, the four of them, each of those little threads from their individual series, they're not followed because we're too busy and we're doing something else. And it annoys me because some of them set up some really interesting things, but now this has happened 
I won't ever find out Karen's reaction to finding out that Matt was Daredevil and I won't ever find out, like, Jessica's, I don't know, like, I don't know. I think with Jessica she just hasn't been doing much since. And so now she's had this experience. She's, like, back into it again, back into being a private eye. But you're right, it, it does, has sort of cheapened what's happened to those, some of those storylines. And it was cool seeing all the sidekicks together and everything. But they didn't utilise that nearly as much as they should have. And last time we saw Foggy and Matt together, they weren't speaking. And now all of a sudden Foggy's like cool with it. I, there were just so many things that they just like skipped past and didn't explain. And I actually wanted to see that stuff. I wanted to see the bits that they'd skipped over. I didn't think they were the boring bits. I think they were the interesting bits. The other thing is that you get so excited seeing the four of them on screen and talking to each other and working together and you're really hyped up and you're like, oh, this is awesome, this is cool. And then it cuts immediately to a bloody half-hour stretch of Sigourney Hands, Weaver and the hand shit. And, <laughs> and Sigourney was great. Like, don't get me wrong. She was fine. Um, but I just don't care. I don't care about them and I don't care about Electra, and I don't care that... It seems like every season there has to be a bigger baddie. So it wasn't Madame Gao, it was the other guy, and then now it's not the other guy, it's Sigourney Weaver. And oh, I just was so bored that it just, like, flattened the energy immediately because I was just waiting to get back to the four. And then you get back to the four mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, cool, we're here again, we're here again, and then it drops again. Yeah, I totally agree. Every time the hand stuff was on screen, it was boring. And they're just trying to recreate the Wilson Fisk element. Yeah. But you're not going to do that. No. Unless you have... Vincent did off yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was a compelling person because he had stuff going on. We learned about his backstory. Yes. Sigourney Weaver, you know, bless her for everything she is and is a great person and everything, but she just had some weird scenes where she listened to music and made jokes of, well, you know, little sly references old, to how old she yeah. was and was wearing, like, really fancy clothes. And that's it. And that was pretty much all <laughs> she did. And I was disappointed in that. It was, and it was cool when she died, but then... I read someone, I think it was on, on Reddit about this. They're saying that, so Electra didn't want to work for the hand, so she killed Sigourney Weaver, but then she just did whatever the other guys wanted yeah. anyway. So she did what the hand wanted. She opened the thing for them anyway. I was expecting her to kill the Japanese guy because they were the ones that were having the conflict the whole time, but she didn't. Yeah, she did literally what Sigourney was yeah. trying to do. And and she, she went and found... Iron Fist, she could have just killed him. She could have killed all of them if that was her plan. What was the I had no and, clue. And the show glossed over the fact was, was she actually Electra again? Had she got those memories back? Or was she evil and just had some inkling that she and Matt had a relationship in the past? I think she was evil, but she had memories of her past life kind of thing come through. See, but she was already pretty evil in Yeah, the past she was, life, so. as Electra, yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't love Electra and Daredevil together. They're not my fave. No, like I'm a big Daredevil fan. I've read some of the comics, like more than I've read any of the other characters' comics. Mm. Great character. I prefer Daredevil when he's taken down organised crime in New York mm. than when he's fighting ninjas. Me too. Very like, there's, so. a, there's a place for the ninja stuff, but probably not. I feel like, though, I'm more interested in like his relationship with Karen than I am his relationship with Electra, but for some reason the show seems to think I give... 
I care so much about a lecture. Yeah. So trying to like shove it down your throat. And I just could not care less about her. I do not care. And the other thing that wasn't addressed, when she broke into his apartment and she got the Bible or something and found her little funeral mm. card. And then when he went with Jessica, he saw it there and she's like, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah. And nothing came of that mm. for no, like, no reason. Just an indication that he knew that, knew that she was around I or something. Know, I don't know. I just feel like, as well, a lot of their individual storylines in this season were totally just given up on because they had a bigger thing to worry about. Yeah, so what happened to Luke's... I was just going to say that. Guy who, who the guy in, who just, in, what, just died. And, and the, and the mum and could have gone it. back to see her and given her a hug or something. Yeah. And, and I think I was reading on Den of Geek about this. Uh, so they were setting up that Iron Fist at first thought he could just go punch everybody and make things better. And he was trying to take on it all by himself. And then he was like supposed to learn to have friends and he could work mm. together and he could use his powers for good and he could use his corporate powers for good. Mm. Didn't really do that. No. And like Matt, they, they kind of glossed over the fact that Matt's father figure was killed because yeah. because Matt went straight into the finale and then he has been taken yeah. away by nuns. Like as his yeah. um. I know he had a complex relationship with Stick, but they were close and it would have affected him, mm. him like Stick dying. I just, yeah, they all lost their little strands. And, um, and, and Jessica with her case. I was just going to say, with the architect. So what was the point? The architect wanted to blow up the building because he knew they were bad. Is that it? Then why yeah. was she investigating then if there was more to that? Like, I know she a, found the plans, but, but we like. We kind of knew that already. Exactly. Didn't there was no discovery. And But she didn't even go back and tell the mum and the daughter that, oh, he was a good guy. I know, yeah. It's kind of like they got to the end and then they had to wrap it up within five minutes and so they passed like. over it. I did oh. like when they hinted at um, the Luke and Jessica relationship, though. It was good. I feel oh, worried about Claire. I yeah. love Claire. Well. She's the best character. I've watched she, a Bloody Night Nurse series. She's a true defender. Yeah. Well, apparently in the comics, Misty Knight and Colleen Wing have, like, their own spin-off together and they're, like, best friends. I do not care. I could don't care Don't you like Colleen? That. I love Colleen. I just don't understand why she was included in the final battle. She knows martial arts well. She was Good trained by a hand. Madame Gao can do the force. <laughs> okay? And all the other defenders have powers, and she's just there who's good at martial arts. She's got a katana. As it, she wouldn't survive. Why was she in that situation? It pissed me off so much. She chopped off the guy's head. Well, yeah. Well, you saying, done. I'm saying she shouldn't have been <laughs> able to because these hand people were supposed to be so powerful. That's just her with her good martial arts and nothing else could have just, like, saved them. Danny's got martial arts training and an iron fist and he couldn't defeat them. See, the hand used to be kind of cool and mysterious back in Daredevil. Mm. Do you remember when they killed the girl in the hospital mm -hmm. and you had to stop it because it got too scary Yes, I remember, yeah. <laughs> this season, they're just, like... Nothing. They're like henchmen that can be easily defeated if the plot calls upon it. Mm -hmm. They're not the mysterious organization. They're just like a bunch of people in dark robes, you know. That's <laughs> not... true. That's and then true. even Jessica, like I know she's really powerful and stuff, but she's not a fighter. No, she's a like punches people. <laughs> to be honest, I liked her kind of. I don't know, approach the situation where she thought it was all bullshit, but she'll just do it and then she can go back to her normal life. Oh, sure. I, I just meant the fight scenes. Like, oh, surely, no, I agree. She hasn't had any training. Surely, like, get ten hand ninjas who are supposedly the best fighters in the world or whatever. They could probably take it down. That's what I'm saying. That's what, like, why would Colleen survive that? I just, I don't know. And why is it 
that the guys with the guns always try and shoot Luke. They never try and shoot anybody else. I know, it's funny, isn't it? They always shoot the guy with the unbreakable skin. I know, they tried to shoot Jessica and then he stood in front of her. Then he, then he jumped Yeah. Her. Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we just love Jessica. We do. <laughs> Because I am Jessica Jones, basically. Yeah, you're Sinead Jones, her little sister. I wonder if there are strangers listening to this who don't know what we look like. Probably. I basically look like a less attractive version of Kristen Ritter. And you're probably like half... That's not true, by the way. You're a pretty person. Um, She is like supermodel. I was just going to say you're like half the size of her. Cause I am very short. You're quite short. And I kept looking tall. at her legs and the jeans. I'm like, how long are they? <laughs> Having like big deep meaningful conversations. Well, some say I look like a young Matt Murdock myself, so Yeah, a little bit. I mean not, but also sure. But we know that I have a bit of a thing for For Matt, not me. <laughs> for Charlie Cox as Matt. I can't take him seriously in any other roles. No, no, no. I don't want he to hear him talk ever again. No. Mm. In his normal voice, I mean <laughs> Even it just freaks me out when I see photos of him and he's not blind. I know. I mean, you shouldn't be looking at the camera, mate. You should be yeah. looking down. I don't know. He was fantastic, but I, I think he's really great. I think he and Jessica especially have gotten, sorry, the actors that play them have gotten so into their roles that they could say anything and make it seem believable. Yeah. Whereas maybe it's just because some actors are better than others, but some of the actors, main actors on the show, maybe... Well, it's a, Didn't. It's, a, it's a real shame that Colleen is probably, um, Jessica Henwick, I think her name is, is probably mm. the best actress on the show. Yeah. And she's up against Danny Rand all the time. Like, it's not fair to him. But, I know. But, no, I'm not going to say it's all his fault because he's been, he's given the worst dialogue and given he the is, worst character. He is. And in Iron Fist he was given the worst story where nothing happened for most of the 13 episodes. But he's just so earnest about everything and just so, like, Oh, you know the best bit in the whole season? What was that? When Jessica threw the car in. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, I, I that was awesome. Like, it's good that like Matt wasn't standing by the window. I know. Because <laughs> he's not going to survive that. Here's my question too. They're all like, okay, you're Matt Murdock, a lawyer who's blind for some reason. You can like do fighting and stuff. But no one asked him at some point, how do you know, how can you hear the, the heartbeat and how can you know that there are three floors here and how do you know that? Why couldn't there have been another line about, oh, yeah, my other senses are cool or something? Yeah, I can see you coming from there. They're just I, like, I wonder if that happened off screen or something, but, you know, that's not a good, a good they excuse. They just seem to just go with it when he's like, oh, yeah, I can hear this happening. But I guess, like, Matt just had to go with the fact that old mate's got a magic hand and that Jessica can pick stuff up. Oh, no, I'm kind of talking about, like... They can show him that they can do that. He can't prove that. Like, yeah. why they believe him immediately about what he could hear and well, say? I guess and because like he's blind, but he just did a whole fighting scene in front of them. <sighs> I guess They're so. Like, maybe we should trust this dude. I guess so. My other concern with the show is completely contradictory to what I liked about it. And I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not saying yeah. it is. I'm just worried that maybe some of their dialogue with the four of them felt a bit too quippy, a bit too mm. clever. And we just have like a back and forth, and then ah ha ha, we're well, all so great. It and suits Jessica. On. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't suit the other guys as much. No. I yeah, I don't know. It just felt like a bit of a cop out sometimes to have her say, "Don't ask about that," or yeah. "This is bullshit." Every or whatever. Time. Every time. 
and then, well, cool, Where, mm -hmm. what are we doing, you know? Also, why did Claire go at the end? There was no reason for her to. She just always invites herself along for these, she does. <laughs> these things. True. I'm not sure it was a great show, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. So I feel like if you're not a fan of the other Marvel shows, especially if you've got strong feelings about Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Like we do. Like you do. You sort of do. See, at the time, you're like, this is bullshit. This is stupid. This makes no sense. And then afterwards, you're like, yeah, I kind of like it. Okay. I, I'm totally not on board with the end of Luke Cage because it was stupid, but I enjoyed mm. the first, like, six or seven episodes. You did. Much more than me. And I, as I've said before, I like Iron Fist as a character, and I like him because he's so bad. The show was pretty awful. But even then, it had a few nice moments. You didn't like the three quarters of the show that was just him in boardrooms? <laughs> exactly, I didn't like those I liked when he was in the mental hospital That was pretty cool mm. I liked some of the fights he had with the people Oh my god, you know what we haven't even spoken about? When Stick bloody chopped his hand off to get out of the yeah, that was, handcuffs Yeah, that was pretty cool R.I.P. Stick I can't Although, have... You're a dick really yeah. so Stick was a dick You're so. true what you said like, Every time he did something great He just stuffed it up immediately And just... So much of a yeah. nuisance. So I think if you didn't like those two shows but you had good feelings about the other ones, you'd probably get something out of it. If you weren't really a fan of the other shows, like why are you watching it in the first place? But mm. <laughs> don't don't come to the Defenders to try and, and um, fix it for you. But, yeah, okay. Like three stars, I guess. Yeah, probably three. My concern, though, is like Daredevil Season 3 is going to come soon and then what are we going to do just like... I've glossed over all the things that Daredevil Season 2 set up because the Defenders has happened in between. Well, I think it'll, it should go in a different direction because the Hand are gone, which is actually maybe a good thing. Yeah. Get rid of the Hand out of all these shows. But they're not gone. We know they're not gone because we didn't see Gao die. So Gao's alive. Yeah, but, like, she can't. she going to be able to be alive again, though, well, if she at dies At one point, soon? she was the bloody be-all and end-all and the scariest person and... Uh, I don't know. There's a quote from Stephen Moffat about the Daleks and Doctor Who, where he says that they're the Doctor's most famous and prolific villain, which also means they're the most defeated. And mm. obviously, and then not the, they're the least scary in lots of ways as well. Yeah. And I feel like that with the hand, the more we saw of them and the more they were useless, the more we, I wasn't in, involved you in them. You weren't scared. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Kind of like in the Marvel movies, every time I mention Hydra, like, not filling me with, with yeah. dread anymore because they've been defeated so many times. So I really want Bullseye to turn up in New Daredevil. Who's Bullseye? He's, he's, Colin Farrell played him in the Ben Affleck version. He's like a um, sniper. Like Punisher? No. He's a baddie. Ah. And he, he and Matt have lots of fights over the years. Right. He's, cool. he's a cool character. And obviously Kingpin will be back. Yes. And Punisher series will be on and it'll be better hopefully you know punisher doesn't bloody mess around i'm worried because karen's in that season and i don't want karen to get with them i want karen to get with matt and i don't understand why karen would get with the punisher why does she has such things the punisher yeah, she's just like oh i can't be with matt because of his daredevil thing but i'm happy to be with oh, you with murderer who just like shoots everybody that's very good point also why is she a journalist now? Wasn't she like? I know it's so stupid. Secretary for them, and then yeah. but before then, she wasn't. She was anything, nothing. Was she? <laughs> well, no, not, nothing similar. 
It's like if you're near the person who dies and they're a journalist, you can take over. It's like the Santa Claus. <laughs> if, you're, if you're nearby, <laughs> you can take over their job. <laughs> Alright, well that's it for our Defenders review. That's our our team up is finished and we can go our separate podcasts mm. next week. It was cool when she ripped the paper off the alias investigation store. Yeah. Because it in the first episode I she know. throws the guy. Yeah. I, I think we just love Jessica. <laughs> yeah, and Matthew. And Foggy. We haven't even mentioned much. Well, I think it's played purpose. Also, Where'd Hogarth go? She was in it for like a second and then just disappeared. Her own stuff. You like can't it. just say everyone had their own thing to do. Well, the other thing that happened is it happened over a few days. So maybe she had a holiday <laughs> <laughs> planned and she couldn't <laughs> drop everything for the hand. I liked Foggy's haircut. But I don't understand why he's talking to Matt. I thought he was like never going to speak to him again and it was like life or death. Yeah, it was good when like, he gave him his suit. They're like brothers and they have to like... Yeah. Have bad stuff happen, but they want to still love each other. I just want them to work together again. You just want the show to be a legal drama set I think in the... I just want the show to just be Daredevil season one on repeat. Yeah, we should really rewatch that and Jessica Jones. Lens our palette. Mm, mm. <laughs> and then some Dead, um, some Iron Fist to no. chase it. No? Okay. No. I'm fine without that. <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening. You can defend our reputation online by. Telling somebody Good. else about podcasts. I like it. Uh, until then, see you next time. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.